Good morning. It is Thursday, January 4th. Here's what we're working on today. Sentencing is about to start for the man who killed a Muslim family in London, Ontario. A verdict has been handed down to the man who killed Niagara winemaker Paul Pender. And Austin Matthews powers the Leafs to back-to-back -back wins in California. Good morning, and now over to the guy who it seems never sleeps. You were working last <laughs> night at six. Candle at both ends. <laughs> wow, over there. Brian. Yeah, well, somebody, you know, I had that week off between Christmas and New Year's, and they thought, well, let's do some more work this week. <laughs> do you find it too when you see him on the six? You're like, well, no, and I, 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 ours. I, no, yeah. what? <laughs> Although fair. Taz, I thought, very aptly <laughs> said they had the privilege of oh. having you on the six last night. Well, that was so nice last week. Yeah. She said, oh, well, thank you. It's very, not, very nice to be back. And I'll, I'll be there again tonight and oh. tomorrow night oh. as okay. well. So, wow. yay. All right. uh, yeah, uh, we're looking at a chillier day today. Uh, temperature is falling and has been falling throughout the overnight hours. Um, it hasn't quite got to the overnight low that we predicted. We're sitting at minus three at the moment uh, and some light flurry activity. Now you gotta be really careful because the, the precipitation that we had yesterday and the greasy roads, it's frozen, and some of those roads are really slippery this morning. Parking lots as well, so take a lot of care this morning. But we should see a bit of sunshine. Uh, today we're sitting, we're going to sit about where we are right now, about minus three. But then you factor in that northwest wind that is fairly strong and will get stronger. Uh, it'll feel like about minus 13 for the day today, but at least we'll see some sunshine. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, looking at traffic, 403 water down road. Doing fine. No problems in the Hamilton area at the moment. All the way, pr particularly uh, around the Hamilton area, the Horseshoe. Uh, we do have one problem. Let's go to our MTO traffic camera. It's on the QEW Toronto bound right around the Ford plant. Um, as you can see, it's kind of getting close to the exit to Ford Drive here. So uh, it's Toronto bound lanes. It's the right shoulder, right lane block through here. But thankfully, volume is still fairly light. So not a lot happening there. Checking the top of the Skyway Bridge. Doing okay so far this morning. It's just that one disabled vehicle. We'll look at weather and traffic in a few minutes for you right now, the news. Okay, thanks very much, Brian. Well, the sentencing hearing for the man who killed four members of a Muslim family in London, Ontario, is set to begin today. Simone Gavros joins us now with more on what's to come. Simone? Hi, good morning, Annette. Well, the man was found guilty in November of four counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder for the attack on the Offsal family in June 2021. Now, 46-year-old Salman Afsal and his 44-year-old wife, Medea Salman, were killed along with their 15-year-old daughter, Yamna, and her 74-year-old grandmother, Talit. Their 9-year-old son was left seriously hurt in the attack as well. Now, the proceedings today are expected to include 70 victim impact statements from those who knew the family, and that's expected to take place over the course of two days in a London courthouse. The attack devastated the city and triggered calls to combat Islamophobia on a national scale. And this trial was the first time Canada's terrorism laws were put before a jury. Now, the judge is expected to also rule whether this should be deemed an act of terrorism as part of the sentencing process that's starting today. Tim, I'll send things back to you. All right, thanks, Simone. Well, a verdict has been reached in the trial of the man accused of murdering a popular and internationally known Niagara winemaker. 33-year-old Bradley House of Hamilton was found not criminally responsible due to mental illness. In February of 2022, winemaker Paul Pender, known for Taz Winery in Vinelands, went to help a stranger at his cottage door 
and wound up stabbed. House was charged with second degree murder, but the judge said the evidence showed House was incapable of understanding the act was wrong when he killed Pender. Evidence showed House had hallucinations and the night of the killing thought there was a camera in his ear. I think this is the best possible outcome both for public safety and for Mr. House. He'll get the help that he needs for his mental health and that ultimately provides the best protection for the public. So the judge says this is not an acquittal, but House will be sent to a psychiatric institution under the jurisdiction of the Ontario Review Board. The board looks at whether a person founds NCR poses a significant threat to public safety. An update now on a story that we brought you yesterday on Morning Live. A fire that destroyed a washroom in Hamilton's Woodlands Park is raising concerns about safety for unhoused people living out in the cold. The Hamilton Fire Department believes the fire started at a nearby encampment and spread to the building. The city says it's not uncommon for people living in the park to use fire for cooking or to stay warm. Outreach workers have visited the Woodlands Park encampment to offer people a place to go, like shelters or warming centers, but many of the city's resources are already at capacity. There are more men's shelter beds than previously. Those additional beds are already, for the most part, full on a nightly basis. So we would see that both as a success, but also as a challenge. We know that the bus is quite successful, but we also know that there are lots of individuals for lots of reasons who choose not to go inside. And the city says there are still barriers for some people when it comes to accessing services. They're looking to improve their winter strategy. The fire, by the way, caused half a million dollars in damage. Well, Brantford police are investigating after a man was stabbed at a motel. It happened at the Grand Motel on Colburn Street near James Avenue around 5.30 on Tuesday. The 44-year-old man was taken to hospital with life-threatening injuries. Police say the stabbing is believed to be targeted. A long-awaited revitalization of Hamilton's Kettleworth Avenue in the East End could finally be underway. The city councilor for that area says she's looking at prioritizing the project this year. Neighborhood doesn't need to be sort of revitalized in that traditional sense. What they need and what they want is access to spaces where they can buy uh, local goods, eat at great restaurants, have fun. The goal is to turn Kenilworth Avenue into a vibrant commercial community hub. Tammy Wang, the councillor, says recent economic development in the area has encouraged more city investments through programs like the Tax Increment Grant and the Barton Kenilworth Revitalization Grant. She also confirmed that bike share is coming to that neighbourhood. Well, Mohawk College has a brand new baby simulator. It's to help medical students learn in a pressure-free environment. Well, typically, a student would learn in a textbook or see maybe even videos in class about what the anatomy looks like and how, how it responds and whatnot. But then they would go into the clinical environment and the, that would be the first time they ever put a transducer on a child. So this baby model uses 3D models of the heart and brain in real time, allowing students to practice vital organ exams safely. The money for the $72,000 machine was donated by the Mohawk College Foundation. And the college is asking for help now in giving that baby robot a name. You can, can suggest one online. The info is on our website, chch.com. Sports line. Maple Leafs. Right back at it. Out west. 
After an impressive shutout win over the Kings in L.A. on Tuesday, they faced the Lily Anaheim Ducks, who had a goalie who almost stole the game, but Austin Matthews came through in the end. Here's Riley with the puck. Gets it to Marner in a good spot. Matthews scores. It's a game winner. And number 30. Yeah, eighth straight season Matthews has reached the 30-goal mark, and he did it this year in only his 35th game, and it gave the Maple Leafs the 2-1 overtime win and almost didn't get to that point. As they faced a goalie in the Ducks, Lucas Dostal, who was stopping everything. He made 55 saves as Toronto totally outplayed the Ducks but found themselves down one zip in the third when John Tavares would finally score on the power play to uh, tie things up coming up right here. Martin George Jones, that is, got the start for a second straight night, made 27 saves in the win. Leafs in uh, San Jose on Saturday. And the rebound, Pirtle. Quickly open, bottoms out another three. Emmanuel quickly. Yeah, newest Raptor Emmanuel quickly fitting nicely with his new squad. They were hoping for a second straight win in Memphis. Coming over from the Knicks along with R.J. Barrett last Saturday. Quickly brought some much-needed shooting to the struggling Raps. He would drop 26. Toronto held off the Grizzlies, making, who made a late push, but held on for a second straight win. They take it 116-111. The final Pascal Siakam had 24. Scotty Barnes had 20. They try for three straights in Sacramento tomorrow. How did Hamilton's favorite son do last night? SGA got it and a foul. Now, there's a reason Shea Gilgis Alexander's odds for winning the NBA MVP continue to rise because he continues to impress as his Thunder were right back at it in Atlanta after being the Celtics and their fifth straight win on Tuesday. SGA scored a game high 33 out of 13 rebounds, only two assists away from a triple double. But despite a valiant comeback in the fourth quarter after being down by 21, the winning streak is over as the Hawks. Best OKC in a high-scoring affair, 141-138. Back to the ice. Final opener for the PWHL came from Boston, where they hosted Minnesota the debut week for the new women's league. The first overall pick, Taylor Heisey, would open the scoring for Minnie in the first, while Nicole Hensley, who was the league's first goalie taken in the draft, made 33 saves. As road teams have won all three games in the opening week, as Minnesota, they best Boston 4-2. Well, we finally heard from the Blue Jays brass yesterday about their failed attempt to lure superstar Shohei Otani to Toronto. General Manager Ross Atkins met with the media over Zoom and had this to say. Feel, feel really good about the process. It was an incredible effort from ownership to business to baseball, people coming together. Not the outcome we wanted, uh, but feel really good about the process and absolutely felt like it was authentic and real. We were obviously disappointed with the outcome, and it was a very difficult phone call to receive. Uh, you know, one of the more difficult ones in my career. There's no doubt in my mind he was exceptionally attracted to this country, this city, this team. Uh, felt incredible about the process, but we moved on. Well, they haven't really done all that much to move on, to be honest. They have re-signed Gold Glove center fielder Kevin Kiermaier, and they brought in Isaiah Kinner-Falefe from the Yankees. Atkins says he hopes to add one or two more bats, but is going to look internally for a better performance from his current lineup. That's what Blue Jays fans want to hear. 
<laughs> All right. It's uh, coming up on 12 minutes after uh, 6 o'clock Thursday morning, 4th of January here. Uh, we'll check traffic, then we'll get to our forecast for the day. Traffic, uh, nothing to see here still. 403 Waterdown Road, a little busier Toronto bound, but that's just the way it is this time of the morning. To our MTO traffic cameras, uh, we had, yeah, it's still there. Okay, it's, this is a disabled vehicle. So what they've done is they've blocked the uh, right shoulder and the right lane. But as I said earlier, uh, still the volume is fairly light going past the Ford plant. So yeah, Toronto bound lanes coming towards us, just the right lane block through there. Back into St. Catharines, nothing happening. QEW east of Lake, Red Hill Creek looks good all the way through west of Brand Street. That's really light going through the Burlington area. Then of course there's that problem at the Ford plant. And then we'll flip ahead to Cooksville Creek. As you can see, generally speaking, it's pretty good, but be careful. Some of the roads this morning are really slippery, and I noticed that this morning coming in. Uh, and uh, parking lots, sidewalks, be really careful because of the freeze that we've had throughout the overnight. And that's where we sit right now. Temperature minus three. Then you factor in the winds that are picking up, and the winds have shifted. Yesterday, they were from the southwest. Tonight, uh, the, tonight, Today, they're from the northwest. 21 gusting to 34 at the moment, giving us a wind chill of minus 10. So it's a chilly start. We do have still some light flurry activity. Air quality today once again Generally, this time of year, it's pretty low risk category, and that's the way it is. There's the uh, precipitation, the flurries. That's the areas of blue that you can see uh, dissipating a little bit. The flurry should taper off this morning and then we're going to see some sunshine thanks to that ridge of high pressure, but it's going to be on the chilly side for the day today. Temperature isn't going to climb very far from where we are right now, and we're watching that coming up at us uh, for the weekend, going to give us some flurries for Saturday into Sunday. Today, though, we should see some sunshine. That flurry activity will come to an end this morning, but temperatures today, minus 2, 3, and 4 around the horseshoe as we get that sunshine later on. Tonight, temperatures falling back to minus 6 and minus 7, but cold for Simcoe Cayuga, North Shore of Lake Erie, minus nine. Wind chill values tonight are going to be cold around minus 15 degrees. And then tomorrow we're looking at a little bit better temperature wise, uh, zero to minus one. Again, a wind chill maybe around minus five, but so a little bit milder tomorrow and we should see a little bit of sunshine as the day progresses. So stepping out the door, fourth morning of January already, light snow. I'm going to say that's cold. Minus three, the wind chill uh, right now. Uh, let me just double check in the wind chill. Minus nine is what it feels like right now. So we'll look at the long range forecast in a few minutes for you. Annette, Tim. Okay, right after the break, Canada is going to lead a lot more clean energy if we want to make our goals. I'll tell you how much coming up. At 6.17 on your Thursday morning, the Canadian dollar is up 19 basis points in overseas trading to 75.08 cents U.S. Gold is up $12.80. Crude is up almost a dollar to $73.65 a barrel. Checking midday trading in Europe, markets are up across the board in London, Frankfurt and Paris. Off to Asia we go. Markets are down in Tokyo and Shanghai, about the same in Hong Kong. What about North American markets on Wednesday trading? Uh, so losses across the board. Nothing too substantial on Bay Street, but triple digit losses on Wall Street. Let's see how they do, if they can rebound on this Thursday, January the 4th.
Well, Canada's clean technology revolution is going to be limited without more clean power available. That's from Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne. He says we are reaching the limits of our renewable energy capacity. He says making more is going to be a key challenge. Champagne says Canada needs to focus on developing small nuclear reactors and expanding other renewable energy sources, adding that upcoming projects have already had to change locations because there wasn't enough power. Now, Canada is among the best in the world at producing electricity from non-emitting sources. About 80% of our electricity comes from hydro dams, hello Niagara Falls, wind farms and solar panels. The federal government says we may need to triple that by 2050. An Ontario woman who says she got salmonella from eating tainted cantaloupe has filed a proposed class action lawsuit. Michelle Lee Gagne's lawyer says the 53-year-old was sick for 10 days after eating salmonella tainted cantaloupe that's been linked to seven deaths in Canada and more than 160 lab-confirmed illnesses across the country. So she says the proposed lawsuit was filed in Manitoba for strategic reasons, noting people in Canada can join in seeking unspecified damages from a grower in Mexico and suppliers in Arizona and California. A trucking group whose fleet was taken off the roads in British Columbia is still operating in that province, but they're doing it through an Alberta trucking firm. A truck operated by Langley based Shohan Freight Forwarders was involved in a crash last week that lodged a steel girder into an overpass. Officials say the company is still allowed to work in British Columbia if they're registered and insured elsewhere. Shohan was also involved in six infrastructure collisions in the past couple of years. BC's transport minister has reached out to their counterparts in Alberta about suspending the safety certificates for the 65 truck fleet. FDA is looking into reports of hair loss and suicidal thoughts linked to the use of popular diabetes and weight loss drugs. So people who take medications like Ozempic, Monjaro, and Wigovi may be at risk for these side effects. This means the FDA has concluded that the drug has the risk, but hasn't necessarily identified it as a potential safety issue. So on its website, the agency reported that it is evaluating the need for regulatory action after it received reports of unusual side effects like accidentally breathing in food or liquid. And these popular drugs designed to treat diabetes or weight loss, they mimic GLP-1, a hormone naturally produced in the body. Well, Ford is recalling more than 112,000 F-150 pickups in the U.S. because they could roll away. The U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says a rear axle hub bolt in some of these trucks could break, causing the truck to roll away when in park or causing it to lose drive power. The recall involves 2021 to 23 F-150s that are equipped with the trailer Tomax duty package. Ford says if you hear a clicking or rattling noise in one of those trucks, you should take it to a dealership. It does not appear to be an issue reported in Canada. Brian, you drive the truck today? No. Okay, so that's okay. good. So that's all we Any clicking or rattling? Mm. <laughs> no, also, no. We're good. also means there's no real weather. Yes. So that's good news. It's and always our indication. Yeah. <laughs> there's also rumor this big yellow bulb in the sky might appear Ooh, at some point. Yes. What will we do? <laughs> 
624 on this Thursday morning. One problem on the QEW, and that's right around the Ford plant. Ford Drive uh, actually is the area. So we're looking at Toronto-bound lanes coming towards us. This is a disabled vehicle, but we've got lots of uh, blocking trucks there, emergency crews on the scene. Everybody's squeezing over. Now that the volume's getting a little bit heavier, you can see we're starting to get a slowdown as you head through Oakville, Toronto-bound. Uh, back into St. Catharines. Seventh looks pretty good. No problems top of the skyway through to Appleby line. We'll flip ahead to Sheridan going through Mississauga and no oh, credit review went bye bye. Here's the QEW of Cooksville Creek. We'll just flip that camera on. OK, let's go to some temperatures right now. Hamilton's temperature has just fallen a degree. We're now sitting at minus four and then you factor in the winds that are getting stronger as the morning goes on. We have a wind chill of minus 10 at the moment. Same for Grimsby, Mississauga and for Toronto. Seasonals we're still above seasonal for an overnight low. Seasonals minus nine, minus two for the daytime high. We got to uh, minus one yesterday. Uh, and those are our sun times and our records for today. And yeah, we should see some sunshine. Actually, the skies are starting to clear right now. We had some light flurries earlier this morning. They're coming to an end, so we'll see a mix of sun and clouds for the day today. Yeah, that big yellow ball up on the sky, we should see that. But it'll be minus 3 with a wind chill about minus 13 later on. Minus 7 tonight, wind chill strong as well. And then tomorrow, minus 1, wind chill minus 5. Still a bit of sunshine. Then cloudy for the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, some flurries both Days. We'll get back to some sunshine for Monday. That's your forecast. Okay, well, our Name the Rock Song of the Week contest is back. Here's your chance to win a family pack of tickets to see the Toronto Rock in Hamilton. Yeah, lacrosse team is playing all their home games this season. First Ontario Centre, great start to the season 2-3-0. For your chance to see them on us, Name the Rock Song of the Week. I have a feeling Annette knows this song. Yes. Mm -hmm. I enter, almost blurted out the answer. Enter your guess <laughs> at chch.com slash rock song. Well, a teenager from Oklahoma has done something no other person has ever done before. He's beat the original Tetris. Playing it cool, too. 13-year-old <laughs> wow. Willis Gibson shared the moment. He reached the game's kill screen on YouTube. So the score was 999,999 when he reached level 157. Now, the screen showed level 18 because the code wasn't designed to reach that high. So Gibson started playing Tetris competitively in 2021 and says he likes the game's simplicity. He finished third in last year's classic Tetris World Championship. Now his goal is to win it all and play it cool. Okay, <laughs> I hope he's okay? returned to like breathing normally. <laughs> okay? Anyway, check on Willis. Check on Willis. Go, Go down to the basement, check okay. on him. It's okay, buddy. Good for you. I made That's it awesome. To, I made it to level two, so yeah, I got a little bit of work to do. Oh yeah, but. Want to see me in Duck Hunt? Wow. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. All right. More uh, Morning Live coming up on your Thursday in a couple minutes. Thank <laughs> nice. you, Laura. There we go. <laughs>